Hello. Hi. How are you doing, Pam? I'm doing well. How are、oh、you, Ethan? Gosh, I'm doing great. Well, everybody, welcome to episode eleven of We Go, We Go Off. Off. It's been a little while.、Um, so, yeah, we、uh, kind of、um, had a busy past few weeks. Yeah, we did. Kind of lost track of our、uh, postings, but you know we're going to do a double release just yeah, to、exactly. finish it off the season. So we're、yeah. here. And we're queer, and, and we're ready, ready for another beer. Goddamn it, I'm already empty. But、um, no, so yeah, I mean, just reflecting on like the past couple of weeks,、um, I think we both were like hanging out with family. Yes. Like,、uh, yeah, some family that came into town. I know I went down south to visit some of my family. Right.、Um, And it was kind of crazy because you know I think we've been pretty good up until this point when it comes to like recordings. But you know、yes. I think that's part of the reason. Like、uh, Pam had said as well,、um, we're going to be doing a double release, and then we're going to probably call this our first season、right. for the year because we realize like with the holidays coming up and everything, it's just going to get worse from here. Yeah, like, I mean the fact that we missed you know the past two Saturdays kind of just showed that. Like you said, the workload and the load that we have in terms of like visiting other people and、yeah. hanging out with family and friends, we want to put that as more of like a priority than、uh-huh. you know this podcast. As much as it's like so much fun, I think it's good to take a break, especially after we've been doing this for twelve weeks. Isn't、yeah. that crazy? I cannot believe twelve weeks, three、Let's, months of us doing this. Yeah, that's, that's pretty spot on. So, yeah. but so, yeah. Good But, stuff. Family came into town. How was your your hangout with your family?、Ethan? It was great.、Um, so it was my cousin's birthday. So I had gone down there for the wedding the weekend before. Right. And then I knew that it was going to be、uh, one of my cousin's birthdays. So I went back down there, and it was just a really good hangout. I went to White Sands. If anybody knows what Ooh, that is, I love White Sands.、Um, it's Crazy, like that sand is so fucking white, and like, <laughs> it kind of blows your mind. It、yeah. does. It really, really does. And so,、um, I just like had a really good time with family and just like really connecting with all of them. Yeah, even more. Like it just makes me so happy and it, like excited for the future too. So, oh, I love that.、That's、and what、so、about、good. you? Your brother came into town, right? Yeah. Well, so the first week I actually went to Denver to go see a, a concert, and that was really cool. Um, really nice. I always love Denver. It's beautiful up there. Yeah.、Um, and it was just like the perfect time of year because the trees were changing, and、oh、so like you、gosh. know, going downtown Denver with all the beautiful trees and they're all changing different colors. Oh, I just got that fall spirit. I'm like, it's fall.、Yes. It's officially <laughs> fall, everyone, and I'm so ready for the sweater weather. Oh、um, <laughs> yeah, I think you even brought that up a couple episodes、I、ago. You were like, like so excited for sweater weather. I just want to wear my sweaters. <laughs> like, it was so annoying, but、um, yeah, that was super fun. And then my、um, brother and sister in law came into town this past weekend, and so we played some games with them. We, you know, of course, we like painted pumpkins. We played this、Aww. game called Bunko.、Um, very few of you have probably heard of it. It's like this dice rolling game, but it's pretty fun. Um, it's a family favorite for my family, so yeah, yeah, and that was good. And then, of course,、uh, you know, had to go to the McCall's Haunted Farm、yes. on Friday night.、Um, so yeah, it's just been like super fun, but definitely a lot of stuff that like I had piled in for my past two weeks, and I'm like,、mm-hmm. where'd the time go? <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, I think I was kind of feeling that way too. And the day that we're recording this, it's actually October 30th. So <laughs> yes. Um, like this weekend alone,、um, I mean it's awesome because I got to see you a lot more this weekend than I think、right. I have like in a little while. But it was same.、Um, really cool because、uh, Pam actually helped me、uh, craft my costume yesterday. Yes, and it looked amazing. Yeah, I I was just so amazed. I was like, you really put that thought you、oh, had my into that costume. Yeah, it looked awesome. So、um, it was funny though because so I was a do it yourself.、Um, House plants, so I was like literally a house plant. <laughs>、yeah. But、um, you know,、uh, we had started with like brunch yesterday, and I I didn't know what I was gonna be really. I was like all over the place. I went、He、from、was. I went from boots <laughs> and from Dora the Explorer. <laughs> To, all the way to like Edna Mode, I like I was like gonna be boots. Yeah, <laughs> and then you were like, started out. How about swiper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, I can make this work. I can do it.、And、I had to give him a reality check. Yeah, like, where's your bodysuit?、Uh, yeah, exactly. You're gonna wear a bodysuit. <laughs> and so, like, it's funny because like I had never done like a real costume, right? Or like. 
uh, what am I trying to say? Like you a have costume. You made costume. your own costume. Well, I, I had all the years prior, but it was always like a sexy theme. Like oh. you know, I was a, a Playboy bunny, or I was like right. a sexy angel. Ah, uh, so you weren't ever like just some random, like an actual like costume. Yeah. No, I've never actually done that. So well, that, I'm glad you did. I think you. I don't know. As much as I love the sexy costumes, you got to have one year where you're more funny, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I had a lot of attention, like more attention than I think I've ever oh, gotten. Oh, I bet. Like, the, that costume. So it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of costumes as well, Pam actually made her own costume too. Do you want to oh, tell them what you were? Yeah, so um, uh, my favorite character in the Mario universe is Toadette. I've always wanted to be Toadette. This is like one of those costumes I've been had in my mind for like five years at yeah. least. Because I've always wanted to be her. But for some reason, you can buy like a Toad costume. Uh-huh. And you can buy a Toadette, but the Toadette hat doesn't come with like her pigtails. And like, yeah. that's Toadette to me. You yeah. have to have her pigtails if you're going to be Toadette. So um, I ended up, you know, finding this Pinterest idea. So I made my own Toadette hat, and I think it turned out pretty well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, everyone that I, that, because um, I also went to a Halloween party last night, mm-hmm. and uh, they all loved it. They were just like, you look really good. Like, that looks awesome. And I was like, oh, yay. It's, it's awesome. I think it's just so cool when you make something, and then you have a lot of people, like, compliment you. You're like, okay, I did actually do yeah, a good job exactly. on this. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you could get in your own head, and you're like, it doesn't um, look good. I mean, like, you, that's exactly, like, the process you were going through when you made yeah. your costume is what I was going through when I was doing my hat. I was like... This is a disaster. This is a train wreck. Oh it's my not going to look anything like I want it to. Yeah, you guys should have been there yesterday. <laughs> it was rough. At a certain point, like, um, we, like, get to Pam's apartment, and we're, like, uh, trying to piece together uh, my costume. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pam looks at me, and she's like, you don't like arts and crafts, do you? Because I just look so <laughs> devastated. I look destroyed. Look, yeah. I was like... What did I do? This is not gonna work. He like, literally was like, "This is game over." Game I, over. I can't, exactly. I, I'm not gonna be able to make this costume. I, I could like see your brain working and like, what other costume could I yeah, wear? Literally, I was like, <laughs> I could return all the stuff right now. Yeah. I was like, I could go to Spirit and I'll just get like one off the the freaking shelf there. Right. Like a, so. Uh, but it so was really cool, and you said that your how was your party last night? It was a lot of fun. Um, it was. Uh, I don't know, I always feel like at parties when you're having a good time, the time flies, yes. and like before I knew it, it was already like one in the morning, and I'm like, oh my god, like Literally. I have to drive home, because... No, that happened at one yeah. of the parties, or I was at two, so like, um, I had gotten to the party at like, probably like 11.30, mm-hmm. and then like, I swear, I looked at my watch, and it was 3.30 in oh, the morning, I my was like, god. I was like, what literally happened? Like, I, yeah. I just got here two minutes ago. and it's That's fo- how it feels. It just kind of blows my mind. Because I got there at, like, 8.40. Yeah. And I don't know where five hours went, but it was gone. In yeah. five hours, it was already, like, 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, dear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to go home. I have my dog I got to get to. <laughs> See, and I applaud you that, like, you have, like, that, like, um... Obviously, like, you have an animal, so you're taking care of it. Because I always have wanted a dog, but then I've had to realize for myself, like, if I did get an animal, then I would have to, like, return. Like, last night, I was able to stay the night at the hostess's um, house because I didn't have anything that I needed to attend to coming back home. Yeah, I mean, it's... um, I don't know. I definitely, for me, I love having my little pup. Like, he's such a joy to have my family. But at the same time... You're right. Like, the extra, like, um, responsibility sometimes is where you're like, oh, you got to get your head in the game. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. And so, like, I, you, I honestly. mean, but it, I think for me, it kind of helps out because, like, I definitely don't want to be, like, wasted, feeling mm. super disgusting. So, like, having that point in the night where I mentally am like, okay, I need to stop drinking, drink some water, yeah. sober up because I got to drive home so I can take my dog out for the night before we go to bed type of thing. That helps me out, so it's like a good responsibility. But yeah, sometimes when you're in the like heat of partying, you're like, "This is I don't want to go home. I'm ready yeah, to just keep partying." Exactly. It's like get your get, get your mind in the game. Get you your head to, in the game. Get, get your head in the game. Get your, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I quote High School Musical so much. I don't think I've actually ever. <laughs> you know what? It. I know you told me this like two months ago, and I was devastated, <laughs> like devastated because. I've watched all of them <laughs> multiple times. I can sing all of the songs. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. And I don't want to be rude, but I thought, like, that was, like, a must-watch for a mm. gay man. I'm sorry. Is that not? <laughs> Listen, okay. 
I, I can make it by, okay? I, I got oh. my knowledge of the other queens, like share and stuff like that, okay? <laughs> okay, so I, I make it up in other capacities, mm. but yeah, the criteria of High School Musical, I, I don't know. Just like my mom was never into musical stuff, so even like as little kids, like... Musicals weren't your thing, huh? Yeah, I guess not. Okay. And so I wish it would have been, but... I mean, you'll have I to watch, watch it when, it. You, yeah, yeah, when exactly. you get the chance, but it still blows my mind. Yeah. Sure. But it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, between that, then we voted yesterday, yes. and like my birthday go next vote. week, we're like... <laughs> Yeah, that's the most important part. Like, well, vote. I mean, the birthday is the most important, oh, but no. you know, voting <laughs> is also pretty dang important. So go vote. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's always funny. It's always a constant reminder with my birthday. Like, I've had election days on my birthday. I feel like more times than I actually haven't. Like, there's it's that's always a good point. on my birthday. Like, something is happening. Like, November fourth is always like thrown around. So it's kind of crazy. Ob- Obama actually got elected on my birthday. Oh, so. Too. No wonder you like politics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what's kind of funny? Uh, a little aside, and then we'll kind of get into uh, the episode here. But uh, funny enough, like I've looked at like a lot of the different like signs of like the presidents, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of them that are Scorpios, actually. Really? So like they're all born within like the November time frame as right. well. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I'm like, maybe Scorpios are just good leaders. Is that what I'm hearing? It must be a oh trait. Okay, Ethan, go off. Oh I see my you. God. So Ethan's gonna be the next president of the United States. All right. Oh my. <laughs> Another conversation we had. Oh, that was a that was a deep dig over Shout here. Shout out to all my uh, gifted teachers who kept telling us this will be. We oh yeah, we were gonna be the next president, CEO yeah. slash like superheroes. Of the I world. honestly should have been making millions by now. That, that's what they <laughs> told us. That's what they told us at school, and here we are recording this podcast <laughs> while we're drinking. While so we're welcome. Drinking. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my teachers. Oh, but gotta love them. Slight housekeeping real quick. Um, of course, the social media is we go off podcast. Um, this week, I think we're going to try to post like our costumes and stuff like that. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, we'll post our costumes. Um, and then I also made Ethan and I, we have to finish our uh, choose your adventure stories. And yeah. we'll try to post on our story um, how we did, if we survived or if we died and what killed us. Yes. Um, and then, of course, you know. Um, maybe while we're gone, since, you know, these next two episodes are going to be our last ones, we might put a couple of bloopers that we've oh, had we definitely onto our that. Instagram page. So keep in tune. If you want to see like all the little fun bits and pieces, definitely follow us on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, you can always re-listen to episodes too, and you can do that on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google, and, uh, it's just where you could find us. So yeah. I think just throw on that headphone if you're ever feeling lonely and miss us. And Honestly. we'll be right there. <laughs> so Good point. <laughs> um, but reflecting on those haunted uh, books and the infected books, like that was a really cool concept. That I really was. enjoyed that. And I will say uh, it was really nice to just kind of sit back and let you do the reading. Oh, like, I last bet. Week, or... I, yeah. Well, that's not, honestly like as soon as like you did yours and I was reading, I was like, man, that's a lot of reading. This poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was good stuff. Um, actually, didn't you say that the author liked your post? Yeah. And then he unliked it. Unliked it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I like I texted Pam that day and I was like. I think we're going to get sued. I was like, I was, I, was, I was totally so spiraling. Sure. I was like, oh my God. I had to just keep knows. reminding him that like, we only did one like plot line out of yeah, the like hundreds true. that you could like go through in the book. It's books. true. Yeah. So that's why they're definitely great books to like have because each storyline you go is different. So yeah, it'd be exactly. Really cool. No, and all, uh, Shout out for the author as well. Like, it's it just really good writing. I really enjoyyed it. It was, like, very sarcastic and b- very bantery. So, <laughs> Just like us. It just yeah, works exactly. perfect. You know? For real. <laughs> well, like I said, um, I have my empty drink over here. What are we drinking <laughs> right now, dear well, Pam? Well, um, Ethan already drank it. Uh, yes. We don't have a lot. We're kind of going a little easy. But um, yeah, we, we have, yeah, you know, last yeah. night we had parties. So, you know, we're just trying to, what is it, the hair of the dog or something like it, that? I think this was really like a necessity to just survive yeah, through the day. Just you know? to like calm our, you know, hungover nerves. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're drinking, it's this like cucumber lime vodka mixed drink. Yeah. So it's like. 
like the cucumber lime Gatorade. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Definitely, like, I love cucumber. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, cucumber lime just adds a weird flavor that I'm like, I don't know if I like it or if I, I hate it. I wish you would have seen her face, guys. Oh, like, it was, gosh. like, so funny. She was like, she's like, this is great. This like, is she, so she good. Like, so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, on the vodka we're using is not, like, you know, the highest class. We got the <laughs> Sam's Club members mark American vodka. I mean, and it, I'm amazed. Ethan has finally finished the entire, like, 1.5 liter bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I had a lot of help from other people. There was I a mean, lot of grimacing. And also, this isn't in like, you know, a week. This is like, what, six months you've had this thing? I've had this thing for I think I went yeah. with you when you bought this vodka. Yeah, you did. We were at Sam's Club. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and you yes, bought yes. this vodka. So that was a while ago. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was, it's been crazy. Um, I want to hear what you've been jamming to, Pam, because I know yes. that there is so much music that we have, like, been coming across yeah well so this past week i had to go do my market rides um so i drive out to like the far corners of new mexico to go visit my clients and stuff like that uh so lots of music was listened to by me yeah um and so one of the songs like it's a it's been a song that's like been out for a long time i just Uh haven't heard it but it's called a sex on the beach by iggy azalea and uh i think what i really like about the song like the lyrics are pretty basic there's like a little bit of rap of course in there but the best part of the song is that beat man i'm like it's like i'm like okay okay (laughs) and that that was terrible you gotta listen to the song because you'll know what i mean you know what's funny so that is from her end of the era uh, album and so literally in quite literal fashion she said this is the end of the era like where she's gonna stop music and literally this was like probably the best album she's ever released oh, like there's so many bangers like from that right. album like i love like um emo club anthem oh uh, yes there's also i am the strip club which i think i have played so you many have, times when we're yes. drinking it but i'm like yeah let's get it <laughs> yeah yeah, but I've just never heard of it. So that's a good song. Yeah, so definitely song. put it on your pop or pump up playlist. Hell yeah. What have you been listening to, Ethan? Well, I, I've been kind of all over the place this month, like in terms of music. So every month I actually create a new playlist for that month. So Oh, and you add all the songs uh, that you All the songs liked. that I like, yeah, oh. or that I kind of came across that like kind of like put a little earworm in my ear or whatever. So, oh, that's cool. Um, This one i actually found last night but it's kind of a remix of another song that had been released back in like 2020 so Mm -hmm. it's called feel something different by a b miller and amine amine yes yeah right i i really loved the original feel something Mm -hmm. like that song like was really impactful for me and everything and so when i heard feel something different like it married that kind of like the sadness that is kind of like surrounded with the song with like mm-hmm. actually like feeling something good and vibrant so like oh. it was like kind of like a a, a talk back and forth between a uh, b miller and amine so right. they're kind of going back and forth like she's going through her kind of like i just want to feel i just want to feel and then mm-hmm. he's kind of like almost rebutting that with like wanting to feel something good and so it's like oh, that's such cool. a cool dynamic yeah so yeah. i definitely recommend it um it has you know obviously the beat of the original version but it's also a lot more hyped up and so i think it's a really good song and i think everyone should try to listen to it it'll give you a different perspective on that song for sure agreed agreed we still have to create our uh we go off playlist (laughs) 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 because we've already i guess at this point we've had what like 24 songs or like 20 songs yeah 20 songs yeah we'll just start a playlist might as well we really should yeah we should we'll do that later and then we'll share it on our instagram but uh, that'd be great yeah anyway that's the end of housekeeping i guess we should go into our spooktober episode 11 uh this uh, week or i guess this episode we're going to be talking about paranormal experiences and also that haunted mansion we went to in vegas in vegas yeah zach bagans one yeah so like we had alluded to that i think in one of our other episodes i think it was our concert one because we're talking a little bit of the trip so yeah right we're actually going to get into that like there was actually some kind of crazy experiences that had come with that definitely so i guess kind of opening up the main topic uh i guess right out of the gates like do you believe in the paranormal oh i have like i don't know i'm very much yes and no Mm, because i do believe in like spirits um, yeah and i would say i believe in ghosts but the part where i get like um i guess very 
confused or maybe like hesitant or suspicious about it yeah. is like you know the exorcisms or like you know being mm. possessed or even like poltergeist things like that gotcha. these are all like themes that we've been like told or like mm-hmm. you've seen in movies and stuff like that but like it's not ever widely like i don't know you just don't see it yeah unless i guess you're in a very specific like christian culture yeah but that's just me what about you do you so... believe in it like, okay, I feel like I'm going to take the opposite side of that coin. Um, okay. Like, so for me, uh, growing up in a very religious household, uh, I was taught that, like, there was no such thing as ghosts and stuff like that. Okay. But anything that was kind of spiritistic or whatever was the demons working. Oh. So the way that I've always interpreted it is, like, any of these, like, kind of paranormal experiences or stuff like that, it is just the demons. And, like... Um, they just think it's demons, not yeah, like, like good spirits. Do no, they like even have no concept? good spirits. No, it's just, oh. uh, you know, in their mind, you know, I don't like the way this was phrased, but I guess it's probably the best explanation for how I kind of interpret it. Cause I think I do kind of carry this viewpoint still, but like, um, like they basically would say that the demons get off on like the fact that, uh, people like get so invested with like paranormal stuff and everything, oh. like because it's like it's worship to them. At so that it's almost point. like if yeah. you seek them out, you're the one that's gonna get in trouble, type of thing. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So oh, okay. I guess for me, I've always chalked up any like paranormal experience or anything that it's maybe guised as like a little girl or like whatever, whatever the spirit is like interpreting. Yeah. But it's really the demons just kind of puppeteering in the background so that's intriguing because i on the other hand you know i know that there are or i mean i've been taught that there are evil spirits and demons Mm -hmm. but there i've also been taught that there are good spirits oh i see what you're saying and ghosts like those are the things that you know for example um our loved ones that have passed on like i was taught that Mm -hmm. you know they are still in your life and sometimes you can feel them or sense them in your house and like you know it's very much like i've I've had a few stories like that like not scary per se but definitely more like powerful Mm -hmm. like um you know you go for a walk or something like with my grandma when she passed away i remember going for a walk and i felt like she was right there next to me okay because that was something we did up until she died we go on walks so like for me it's intriguing that from your perspective no spirits are good they're all bad yeah so it's interesting to have like that difference well i guess i should probably um also say i mean obviously like there is like good like there is like the yin and yang of it like right. um in in terms of that like the good spirits like you know like even with god like the holy spirit like um it's that's like the only kind of good the, spirits the holy that are spirit, yeah right? exactly like yeah. um you know and so i don't know it's just it's a very interesting thing that like not surprises me that i still take with me because like it was very ingrained in me yeah but it's also the thing that i think has made the most sense to me in terms of like being able to uh rationalize perhaps like the things that i've witnessed or have experienced myself right so uh that's kind of like where i stand and like when you were saying that thing about like the death that was actually an interesting perspective because what i had always been taught is that when you die it's just like returning to the ground like you just go to sleep basically and you're just interesting and you're just um kept in god's memory like that's how he is going to bring you back is that you don't feel any pain you don't feel any happiness like you're just non-existent you just cease to exist and you're in god's memory until you know armageddon happens and then like yeah he will bring you back on like a paradise earth so that's what i was always taught yes so i was taught there's a paradise earth um or like a app or like a perfect earth after like the uh a resurrection of Jesus Christ, yeah. right? That's when the whole thing's going to shift. And exactly. Everyone that is worthy is able to return, you know, all that stuff. But no, definitely very much so. Like when we die, or I was taught that when we die, our spirits or our souls per se go up to the spirit world. Oh, interesting. Which is like a place up in heaven or near heaven. Uh-huh. And that's where, you know, the spirits stay and like they're conversing until we have that moment of... resurrection where like all these spirits can return to their bodies huh okay that's actually very interesting i don't know if i've actually ever asked you that i mean we'll definitely like next season we'll have to go more into like the religious side of these things because it's intriguing but i I, think we're talking more paranormal experiences in a 
negative aspect or this terrifying aspect so i really haven't had much honestly that museum or like that mansion we went to the zach bagans one Mm -hmm. that was probably the most powerful experience i've ever had with like paranormal okay yeah well i think you should open it up like with that so i mean when we went it was kind of crazy so this was actually my second time touring it yeah um the first time i was in vegas uh i had gone to this and it was really cool Mm -hmm. um it was also freaking terrifying because like I, again, was taught that, like, any kind of entity that you encounter is demonic work. So I was, right. like, fucking scared shitless. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm going to be possessed at I'm, the end I'm, of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be, a demon is going to latch onto my soul, and it's going to take me for all I'm worth. Oh, you know, take me man. to the cleaners. But, right. um, yeah, so when we went, like, I think I had already kind of had a little bit of, like, Okay, like I I was like kind of mentally prepared for it, but I want right. to hear like you for your first time, like how right. was it? Like yeah, well, so like I when we first got there, we, we I don't know, I had a lot to drink the night before in Vegas, so I was like extremely hungover that next day. So I don't know if that had to like do with it making me feel worse. Like it may have made me feel yeah. a bit worse, but as soon as like we walked onto like the grounds of the place, I instantly got like extremely anxious Mm -hmm. and queasy and like not nauseous because that's what i normally get when i'm like hungover it was like queasiness like Mm -hmm. something i'm like prepared for the unknown type of thing but really uneasy about it well and it doesn't help that you're hearing all these crazy stories because he's just piping like it's (laughs) like he's piping all this shit so like as you're standing in line waiting for your group to go into the museum literally there's like uh him narrating he's like this is the most haunted artifact within right. the museum. And then it's like showing like... Within the world. Within the world. Yeah. This has killed like X amount of people. Like right. some people have passed out coming into this room and well, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there and was very like, much the hype was yeah. unreal. Because yeah, we were like waiting in line for what? Like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's like the same video. It's like five minutes long, but it plays on like repeat over Oh yeah, and so over. You, you, you have this like... Um, <laughs> Instilled fear by that point when you go in. <laughs> Which maybe that, that was a great marketing tool, oh, right? Like definitely it, it definitely is. gets you that hype, like that kind of anxiety, like going right. into this. I you mean, know? I, I did notice like a lot of it was like how they perceived things or how they like you said marketed or yeah. placed things because I felt like um it was very vi- bright and vibrant on the outside, but you still got that like uneasy feeling, probably because of the videos or whatever. But mm-hmm. there was definitely I could Personally, I felt like there were, like, evil spirits or, like, evil demonic things in yeah. this area. Like, that was something, <laughs> like, I know there's a lot of people who are, like, you know, skeptical about it. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, that was just you. You were probably just hungover. No, that was a different feeling I yeah. had not ever experienced. Like, just that extreme, like, yeah, almost, like fear but like you're forcing yourself to go through mm-hmm. it because it's like i, I bought this ticket it was 50 dollars <laughs> going in dollars yeah but um yeah no and then of course going inside the fact that like all the windows were like closed blackout <laughs> curtains yeah. it was just <laughs> pitch black the entire like time and that yeah. could have just been part of why it was also so creepy but well, no yeah it was just it was so eerie. That's yeah, that was and there's, how I felt. there's so many artifacts in here. You know, there's mm-hmm. like anything from like serial killers items to yeah. um, literally like uh, they actually like haunted dolls, the haunted like, dolls like, they, that you well, always hear about. Or it wasn't Annabelle. Was it Polly? Is that what was her name? Oh my god, what was her name? I think maybe it was Polly. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, there's like the Polly doll, and they said that that's like what Annabelle is like, you know, referred to or like kind of related well, to. I guess. I, well, because the actual one, um, so Ed and Lorraine uh, Warren, they're kind of like pioneers within like the paranormal world, right? And uh, they actually have the original Annabelle doll and. Like wherever they were located, like somewhere on the west or east coast. So yeah. like it's over there. I think it's in Connecticut. But um, anyways, like the, there was other haunted dolls that like you've always like heard of or like right. kind of like their stories and like they're literally in this um, museum. And like there was like what like they would said like a hundred rooms or something crazy. Like there was so many different rooms that yeah. like, we went into. And so you know, of course, it's like a guided tour mm-hmm. and. Uh, we had to sign a waiver, right? Yeah, like... you had to sign a waiver when you got in. Basically, like, you can't sue the museum if you experience any, like, terrifying or, like, 
life-threatening situations. Yeah. And that was kind of like, oh, God, why am I signing for life-threatening? Dude, really? Like, am like, I expecting one of these, like, serial killer knives to just, like, fall, like, get it, come out of the wall at me? Exactly. Like, it was I very know. much, you know, it was all those, like, horror movie things you've seen. You're, uh-huh. you're expecting it. That's how I was. I was like, oh, something's going to come at me. I'm yeah. going to get possessed, you know, scary things which, like that. Which room, like, really, like, impacted you? Or, like, which one, like, really stuck out in your mind? Um, well, I would say there were, like, quite a few, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really hard, honestly, because, like, I remember the entire experience, but anytime I try to pinpoint something specifically, it kind of, like, mushes together. Mm -hmm. Probably because my feelings, like, how I felt was so strong throughout the whole experience. That's, like, the one thing I can really relate to Mm -hmm. is, like, just that feeling. But I would say the one that was, like, really freaky for me was probably the one with that like box oh the divot box yeah the one that like that box is like killed people and stuff like that and of course that video they showed things like that yes that was really creepy and then i also thought like the serial killer room was also pretty creepy like Mm -hmm. i do you know listen to true crime podcasts things like that and like it's intriguing to like hear about serial killers but, like, seeing the actual items, like, that they've used to kill people was really, like, oh, just made me yeah. sick to my stomach. Like, oh, I don't no. know. <laughs> like, literally, like, they have, like, um, some people's, like, letters that were, like, written in blood, yeah. like, from, like, their blood or, like, just, like, um, like, okay, I hate to kind of say it, but, like, did you feel at all, like, when we're going through, like, especially, like, the serial killer rooms, that it was, like, kind of, like, disrespectful oh, to, like, the victims? Oh, 100%. Because yeah. it's, like, basically a room just, like, glorifying these serial killers. And, like, I guess I would have preferred, for example, if, like, they had, like, a victim list on, like, yeah. who they killed and, like, you know, maybe the year maybe they killed them or something. Maybe their stories maybe a little bit I mean, more, I would have know? liked to store, like, a victim room where you, like, hear their stories and, like, you know, or just even their names. Like, their mm-hmm. names are powerful. And that's something that I like about, like, Crime Junkie is, like, most of their um, episodes are titled after the victim. Mm. So, like, the victim gets the awareness, like, gets their story told. Yeah. And that's how they cop the killer type of thing. But it's never, ever, like, glorifying. So that's why you're right. This room Mm. was very glorifying. Um, I think the creepiest item for me in that room, for sure, was that uh, ice pick. Oh, yeah. That um, was actually used to kill people. It's that was in Ted this Bundy's, room. right? Yeah, yeah, Ted Bundy's ice pick. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, why? Why? Why, <laughs> why like, would you have this here? Like, there's so much bad energy yeah. associated with that. Why would you do that? And, I mean, if there is, like, any parent... Like, you know, I'm not saying that my way of thinking is right or anything like that. Right. Um... So, I mean, if there is, like, any paranormal energy, I, I, I really feel like some of these freaking spirits are probably pissed off that, like, mm-hmm. their stuff is, like, basically uprooted and just, like, oh, well, put on display for yeah. millions to see every year. Like, what I the I mean, hell? it's definitely a money grab, but there's yeah. definitely... There's energy ev- in there. Energy and, evi- like, an evidence that definitely supports the fact that these are items that are cursed or... Yeah. Like you said, contain bad energy, but... Oh, my gosh. Um, that was just super spooky. Just the whole experience, honestly, was just super creepy. And then the fact that, like, the house we were in was a house where people were, like, you know, people were sacrificed in the basement when there was, like, a devil cult or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, this is just a bad juju, man. No, it just, (laughs) yeah, there was a lot of, like, energy. And, like, it would, like, you go into one room and, like, uh, for instance, it was, like, Natalie Wood, who had, like, passed away, supposedly murdered by her husband, like, um, like, you, uh, like, go into a room like that, and then, like, the next room is, like, completely different, like, it's just, there's, like, so many different, um, variances, like, some of them are kind of, like, on a lighter, happier note, and then you go into the next room, and they're, like, this is Dr. Death's bus, or something like that, and you're, like, oh, my God, yeah, Yeah, like, and I don't know, it's just, it's kind of crazy, um, the room that kind of got me, is actually that one where we had to say hi to the doll. So let me give the people a little bit of preface here. So before you uh, go into this room, they have everybody stand out and they give you a little blurb that like um, people have like tried to disrespect the doll and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And 
um, when they have done that, like they've gotten into car accidents and stuff yeah, like that. Like so they say things. when we go into the room to not make eye contact with the doll, but you have to say hi to the doll and you have to say goodbye to the doll as you're going through uh. the room. And so, of course, who's fucking leading the crowd? Like, and this happened to me both times. For some reason, oh. I'm the first one who has to go into this fucking room. And I'm like freaking terrified because like with all the other items, they're like, yeah, this is cursed. But like they kind of give an explanation. But it was because... I was so afraid that I was going to mess up, like, right. saying or disrespect the doll in some way, and then, like, I was going to freaking die. So, like, here I'm, I'm going through, and I'm like, whatever her name is, like, hi, Anna, and then, like, bye, bye Anna, Anna. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die, like, and I have to be the one to, like, set the tone for everyone else, so right. I'm like... You're like, should I be loud? Should I be, like, yeah, peaceful, exactly. respectful? Like, like take what a little do I curtsy do? in yeah, front of like, her, like, what do I do? Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Anna, how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. for real. So I don't even, I forget what the doll's name was. But yeah, it was like, that for me, I think was like, probably the time I was like, one of the most spooked in that place. Because yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. That one was spooky. <laughs> and then I also think that like, severed head of a, like that wizard or that witch from like, remember, did you remember that oh, room? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Like, you know, it's his severed head and like. Basically, they told us, they gave us another blurb, and they're like, you can't say anything in this room. Like, mm-hmm. if you talk, he will curse you. And it was like, you're telling that, me this now? so intense. And so you just, yeah. like, walk in, and it's, like, you know, it's surrounded by, like, a bunch of stuff, like the head, but it's just so creepy. So you're just like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I deal with these things by, you know making jokes uh-huh. and you couldn't make jokes about any of the stuff and that's also could have been why i was like so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah like if i make a joke about this you know this demon is gonna like come and get me yeah, because yeah. like that's not cool <laughs> no it's crazy because yeah, i think we both like handle like uh scary experiences or just like traumatic experiences with humor and yeah oh for like, sure i was like afraid to even think like a funny thought in this yeah, place like honestly and so that's also it was just like so creepy and, and then i, I, I think know. if anything like we would t- turn our anger or not anger but like whatever like our, our fear and everything towards like zach baggins because like this guy i will be honest is like completely like an over embellisher oh for sure so the way that he like talks about these things or whatever he is like as you can see by this exclusive footage i was <laughs> the, the ghost trying to take my head off and then you right. look and it's like literally like a little like stuffed animal like falls off of like a, a shelf or something like that like right like, by his shoulder and he's like oh my gosh i could have died i could have died <laughs> this is the time i was most feared in my life and like there was a there was a part where like with the divot box which is like a really cursed object i think they said it's like the most cursed object in yeah the museum. like if you open it it's going to like unleash wrath or something but the like part that. that really got me is he's like me and my pal <laughs> post malone <laughs> we're in this room one day and like i was like oh my god it was, was like, such like an advertisement slip in there literally but it just made me laugh because like the humble brag for yeah, sure oh for sure yeah. but the, like that post malone you know he's all like joking they're both joking you can tell in this video yeah and then you know something eerie happens like the box opens or moves and they're like oh no he's he's like post malone saved my life and like (laughs) it's him like grabbing him like gently by the hand and like leading him out of the room oh oh, is it because he like got like you know just couldn't stop staring at the box yeah something happened like he like took his he took a step back it wasn't like anything crazy no it was just it's so funny because like um, the confidence that this man has. Like, I have to give him that. Like, Bad it's crazy. <laughs> but, like, when he's, like, telling, like, one of the stories, like, because he's, like, uh, narrating what happened, and then he's, like, here's the footage to show you. And, like, you see it, you're, like, really? wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The door, like, creaks open. Like, the wind could have blown it. But <laughs> it I'm, could, like, could have been a string that we didn't even see. Yeah, but, like, literally. <laughs> pushing the door. Yeah, little do we know, like, Zach Beggins <laughs> is behind the door, like, kind of, like, slowly pushing it with a stick. He's like, that's the footage. There we go. We got it. You know? That's kind of how I feel, but it's... I mean... It was funny. See, that was true. Whenever we saw those videos, it kind of lightened the mood. I think it would. Yeah, I'd be like... I was like, I could do this. You know? Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, I'm not too much. I'm like, have you ever thought about doing stand-up? Because, like, you're so funny. (laughs) No, that's so bad. No, I mean... I I I mean, get your coin, do whatever, but it was just like... While it was, like, a very spooky experience, like... I think, if anything, it kind of, like, made me have a realization that, like, 
you know, everything is not as it seems, you know, like right. maybe it, it, while it was scary, I don't think like I was that spooked that something was going to happen until after we left the museum. Cause, yeah. um, a little bit like after this story, uh, I had gone like literally from like hot ass, uh, Nevada. And then I went snowboarding up North in Taos. Like Aww. literally I got back and that day, like I went up to Taos. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy. So, um, this all relates, I swear. So like, as, um, I'm there, like we have like a day of like snowboarding, like hanging out with, um, our friends that we have up there and we get back to this little, um, tiny house. Like that is like kind of uh, outside of the village of Taos and um, when we're there like I had like been so exhausted we had been drinking like mm-hmm. we were like wind burned like everything so I remember distinctly like passing out at like 10 o'clock at night like which is very rare for me yeah that's um, early <laughs> so uh, as we're there uh, I like fell asleep and like I very like it felt so fucking real. Like, it was kind of scary. Like, it's giving me, like, chills right now. But um, I remember, so, uh, my friend, uh, she is sleeping here on the side of the bed. There's a body pillow between us. Mm. And then I'm on the other side. And so, for some reason, um, I, like, felt like this very hyper-realistic dream that I, like, wake up and, like, I start, like... Um, brushing my friend's hair but like it wasn't my friend that I thought it was I thought it was Becky um, my friend right so that's what I thought it was so I wasn't even like touching but like I was touching and then like as I was touching like the hair like receded to like almost like a short like kind of like stubble and like I remember saying like Becky and this person who like had transformed into a man like kind of like has like I, I can't even like a sunken features <gasps> like kind of very oh, spooky looking yeah. he like gets up and is like who's backing in oh the dream God. and then I wake up and I'm like in the exact same position that I was in like before but what I didn't know is friend Becky she was at home at the time and the next day like she calls me and she's like I had a really crazy night terror dream mm. last night and she said it was like right around like the 10 o'clock mark oh, when it happened to me my so this was like literally two days after we had gone to the zach biggins museum right. and we both have this like super intense dream of like both of us like being in a super scary situation right so like for me i was like what the fuck is happening i'm like what did we bring home i'm like who disrespected one of these uh, rooms and like what what juju did we bring home (laughs) that was was you and becky man i had nothing (laughs) no and she had like got these weird like kind of like i wish she was here to tell it but like she has like these like kind of like weird vein things that happen like it almost looked like when you if you've seen like a victim who got like struck by lightning or whatever like this weird like rash kind of developed on the side of her <gasps> arm after we left the museum and it kind of looked like scratch marks oh my god so like i don't know what the fuck happened like what mm. we potentially brought in but like that was the only experience that we had had with it like we were never like harassed or bothered again but yeah. um it was just it was very weird the coincidence and then the fact that it was the same night around uh-huh. the same time you both had like a similar experience yeah Oh, that is spooky. Yeah. Oh. And the fact that mine, like, involved her directly. Yeah, well, yeah, like, that is crazy. I'm like, what the fuck did we bring home, you know? So. Oh, man. Yeah, see. Well, like, and we were all, like, in vulnerable. I was, now I'm kind of thinking about, it, like, we were all in, like, kind of vulnerable states that weekend, right? Yeah. Like, we had said in the episode, Isha has kind of had our breakdown moment during this trip. Yes. Um, I was very fresh out of a breakup. Um. Becky was going through some stuff. You were too, and so was, was our too. other friend. Yeah, so we everybody all was going through it. And like we were in a very vulnerable state of mind. And I think like especially like with demonic forces, like I was always taught like it preys on the vulnerably minded. Like, well, that's the like conjuring says so, it's true. They yeah. go after the most vulnerable to and we take were, you we over. We were in a very vulnerable state. <laughs> oh, so I'm like, I don't know. Just. Like I said, I like I don't point. believe in it, but like also like it was just a very, very weird situation. Yeah, that is creepy. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I haven't had much except for like that museum. I mean, the only other one I could think of was uh, it was when I was like twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like home alone because my family was out, but like everything was locked. You know, I was inside just like watching my own movie and stuff. 
but I very like vividly like heard like a chorus of like almost like cackles, like witch what? cackles, and like it almost felt like it was like outside but almost inside as well. It was really weird, and I was just like. You know, 12-year-old by myself, I'm like, what the heck is that? Yeah. And so, you know, like, I get, <laughs> my mom had these, like, uh, telescope lenses. And uh-huh. so I got her lenses, and I'm, like, at the window, like, looking around, <laughs> like, trying to find what it was. And I didn't see anything. And so then when I went and sat back down, it was fainter, but there was another, like, chorus of cackles. And it was just, like... I'm not going to even think twice about it. I'm just going to, you know, put it out of my mind. Um, And, yeah, it didn't happen again after that. But, like, it was just so weird Mm -hmm. because, like, I didn't see anything outside. Yeah. On any of the streets, like, in my backyard, my front yard, there was Uh nothing. But it was, like, pretty loud that first time. That's so scary. So, like, yeah, that was, like, the creepiest thing I think I've had. Mm -hmm. Like, but that was a while ago. Ever since then, I haven't had anything, like, of that caliber. Mm -hmm. Well, that's so crazy, right? So, like, I, so I've had like some instances when I was a little kid, and like I can get into those in a minute. But like, there's like an instance that really like kind of like sticks out in my mind. So, like, it was like four years ago. um, I was living in that home where I was living with like four other people. So it was like five people were living there. But I was one of the first people to move in, and so it was like um the building that we're in like it's there's like two houses it's a duplex right Mm -hmm. so there's one uh, side and then there was our side where the five of us were living but on the other side of the duplex nobody had moved in okay right so there was a night where i was in the house alone i had the doors dead bolted Mm -hmm. and like it was like silent like whatever and i remember distinctly that like I could hear running up and down the stairs. Oh. Like it sounded like somebody was like do 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 And this is in the duplex that and this no is in one the duplex. lives in. Nobody is on the oh. other side of the duplex. And so like there was like really weird experiences. So like um there was a time where uh, one of my other roommates, she was in the house and um uh there was like a lot here now. I, oh, I'm like unpacking it. But um so the doors were locked. Like the the deadbolts like um locked she said let she didn't lock either the <gasps> so it did it by itself and you can't lock it from the outside so literally like the the locks were locked on the oh, house and she was no. she asked she was like none of you guys were home right like the, she's like i don't know how this ha- would happen because like you literally can't do it from the outside you have to do right. it internally Makes sense. so like that was like a really crazy experience and then i remember so me and my um boyfriend at the time we were in my room one day mm-hmm. and so um, the way that the rooms were set up, uh, the, my entryway faced the other roommate's entryway. Like they kind of like mirrored each other. Right. So you could see through. And so I remember, uh, me and him were like talking, whatever. And we hear something that sounds like a thud across the way. And so oh. my roommate, she had it like this, um, she had this like kind of like string art thing that she had made with the letter of her name on it. Mm-hmm. And it was like a K, not that it matters, but like it was like uh, something that she had hung up in her room, right? Right. And it was on the back wall, like somewhere that it would not logistically end up where it was. <gasps> so um, I remember we hear like a thud and we're like, that's really weird. And we look at the entryway of the door and oh my God, like, ah, I'm getting, like, uh, I know really your goosebumps chills, like, are really showing now. Um, <laughs> I remember looking at the entryway of the door and this string art sign is literally standing up in like the, the <gasps> entryway of the door, like in a place where like someone would you most likely have to move it from the wall to the front of the entryway. Oh and my it's just God. Standing up. And this is like a hung piece of art. A hung and piece of art. And it's standing straight up. It's hand, yeah, on, the on, the, it's on the floor and it's standing oh, straight up. Oh, that is up. scary because that normally oh would God. fall. Like yeah, that wouldn't just exactly. stand straight up. And so when up. I heard a thud, that's why we both like looked over towards the other entryway because we were like, what the fuck? What happened? And then when we see it's in the entryway and it's standing up, oh, I, no. I almost lost it. Like literally, oh. that's the, probably like one of the like, like most intense experiences I've had with it. Oh my goodness. Um, um, so after this happened, we ended up saging the entire. Uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> like multiple times, we did it multiple times. You needed to, but um, like the house reeked of sage. Like literally, we we went so intently. I think we almost burned like this entire like thing, like just going through, <laughs> and we never had another experience after that. But what was kind of weird, and I don't know if it had anything to do with it, but right outside of uh, the door, like. Uh, 
kind of in the entryway that connects both duplexes, Mm -hmm. there was like a charcoal cross that had been kind of like inscribed on the wall. Like somebody took like a piece of charcoal and like had put a cross there. And that was there when we first moved in. And so part of me thinks that maybe somebody else was having experiences and like, and tried to like, get rid of it with whatever means because like yeah i don't know so that was like so strange for me like oh my god like i i don't know pam like there is oh moments god. where i'm like there's no way this could ever happen but then there's been other moments where something like what happened when i was living there did and it was just really mind-blowing oh that is mind-blowing i'm yeah. like spooked <laughs> for you i'm getting chills and i'm yeah. like i didn't even live in that place and I had like uh, a, I did have like some bouts of like sleep paralysis. Have you ever experienced that? No, I I have never experienced sleep paralysis. But I had my younger sister experienced it really bad once mm-hmm. for like a week. She had the same like nightmare dream, mm-hmm. but this like creature kept like getting closer and closer to her, oh no matter God, like how no. far she could run away. <sighs> and as soon as she like would jump into bed with me, it would go away. So maybe I have good vibes. I don't yeah, know. Um, you gave I, me freaking chills. I deter spirits. <laughs> oh my God. And my husband has had sleep paralysis and I've had to wake him up from that a few times. Too. Yeah. I remember so like I used to get it as like a little kid and like some of the experiences were just really, really weird. So like I remember there was this time where like um it felt like somebody had grabbed my feet oh. like, and yanked me. And I, when I woke up, I was on the other side of the bed. No, no, like, no, yeah. no. So I had like an instance like that. Oh, or gosh. I remember there was like this really weird time where like, it again, it was like a hyper-realistic dream. And I remember like looking at the TV because I was like in bed and I could see my TV. The TV light was on, but I remember trying to move my body and literally I could not move. Mm. Like it felt like you're like, chained to like yeah. the nth degree like literally like i was trying with all my might just to even lift my hands i couldn't do it and like this like kind of like rodent thing that looked like a pack rat like started was like oh. climbing on me and got closer and closer and closer and then it somebody started to like push down on me like it felt like somebody was like like pushing down on me and so like as a kid i was always taught that like demons like they hate god's name like it gives them chills like they right. they they retreat and so i remember just like in my bed because um the name of the christian god is jehovah mm-hmm. and so i remember just like saying that on repeat i was like jehovah 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 like please save me like the, oh like it was just so god. scary and like just terrifying. It, when i started doing that like it did stop so like even if it was like something subconscious and like my brain was like the thing that created the sleep paralysis right. it was just like in that moment like the consolation of like knowing that like there was a protection there or something that I could iterate that could save me in this kind of moment was kind right. of crazy. So yeah, like sleep paralysis, I've experienced it so often in my life. It's kind of crazy. But- oh, that's so scary. Honestly, sleep paralysis, when I think of it, I don't know if you've seen it, but the haunted, uh, the haunted house on the hill or something like that. Yeah. It's that series on Netflix, but uh-huh. um, spoiler alert, but there's a point where like the little girl gets like has sleep paralysis and there's like a, it's called the bent neck lady. She's oh. like hanging over her and you see it from the little girl's perspective and it's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. I'm just like, I don't oh know what I would do if I got sleep paralysis because like I probably would panic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a panicker. I'd be like, nope, nope, I'm leaving. I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Get me out of this dream. I will try to find my way out. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is so scary. I know. It's so scary, but... I it's always so crazy I don't know if you were ever taught this like growing up in religion but I was told that talking about these kind of stories and stuff like that it also like gives like demons pleasure because you're like you're you're bringing up like they're almost like achievements and like yeah yeah so they, I was always told to never talk about these experiences oh, if you've wow. never had them so like that's interesting yeah I mean I'm very much like express it and share your fears with others because that is terrifying by mm. yourself but, um, I mean, those are really scary experiences. You got yeah. me beat because I don't got much, but. I don't know. I'm uh, like. <laughs> that is Am scary. I marked? Is this what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> just and maybe you're just a strong child of Jehovah and oh now they're God. after you. Oh, uh, so God. dramatic. But uh, I think we should probably end that portion. That was some good stuff. It uh, was, yeah. I hope you all enjoyed those uh, scary experiences. And um, we'd love to hear more about your guys' experiences. If you want to 
chat us on our Instagram. Both yeah. Ethan and I have access. So depending, you might get Ethan or you might get me. Exactly. Um, it's a roll of the dice. Exactly. Really. Yeah. But it's uh, awesome to hear. I would love uh, seeing you guys give us feedback. Mm-hmm. And so thank you all for listening. But yeah. um, I guess what is your episode takeaway for today, Ethan? <laughs> Be nice. So be nice to the demons. Be nice to demons. <laughs> Say hi to Anna more often. <laughs> Write her a letter. Make sure that she feels happy and content because she might just attack you and give you a nightmare. What about you? I learned that uh, if you're going to go to a haunted museum, don't be vulnerable because then you're going to pull a Pam and just like completely lose your mind because you're God. just like so uncomfortable. After, after, was that the night that you lost it? That was the that night was I lost the night it. Lost it. Yeah, wow, I didn't even night. put that together. Yeah, no, Dang. literally that day was just rough. Like it was awesome. Like it's weird. I had a weird, a weird mix with that day because it was like super intriguing and cool because i was experiencing a lot of new things all at once Uh but it was definitely i think because of how much like emotion and like pure almost i felt like anger and hatred i felt in that place Mm -hmm. um that had a factor to play and like how i felt later on throughout that night it was Mm -hmm. just i felt really weird so yeah it puts you in a weird headspace for sure yeah for sure but yeah don't be vulnerable if you're Don't going to vulnerable. this place. You got to go in with the firm ground and know who you are and know everything will be okay. So. Oh, my God. That's what I learned. Wow. I think we, <laughs> Good I think stuff. we killed that. Yeah. I killed it. Well, I am going to ask you what what is what's been kind of like on your mind like what has been harassing you besides demons and um, well i guess you could call this a demon Ooh. but periods <laughs> <laughs> periods or demons i said period like you know periods yeah yeah no um yeah <laughs> maybe tmi but i'm on my period everyone hey oh fun time um and it just I guess I've always been so annoyed with, like, the fact that, like, women have periods. Yeah. Because it's, like, something we're going to have up until you have menopause, which is, like, late 40s, early 50s for, like, some women. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, never-ending. horrible. <laughs> and you have it, like, once a month. Of course, it depends and varies person to person. But, like, what makes me so upset is, like, I was... I've thought about it, and I'm like, why would women have to have periods to determine that they're not pregnant? Mm. Wouldn't it be easier to have periods and that makes you known that you're pregnant? Like, why can't it be the reverse? Yeah. I guess that's what I want is the reverse because, you know, I'll have a period for, you know, Mm. nine months while I'm pregnant and then no period after that. That'd be great. And I think it'd be, like, way more, you know, it would alert a lot more women if it was opposite that, you know, you get your period or you see bleeding, uh-huh. that means you're pregnant. <laughs> you should get checked out instead of it being the opposite. And that's also what's annoying, too, is, like, even if, you know, you get a slight period, you could still be pregnant. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. You could still bleed throughout your pregnancy, too. That's crazy. Oh, I know. Like, it's not normal, of course, for a lot of bleeding. It's very light, mm-hmm. like light pink or whatever. But still, like, the fact that you have to... Wear a pad, yeah, Yeah. wear tampons, do whatever the heck you need to, like, you know, keep yourself Mm -hmm. all squared away. It's just... It's honestly so messed (laughs) up, like, and I think, like, obviously, like, I haven't had to have one, so, like, I really have no jurisdiction in this, but I will say, like... If men went through this shit, like, we we couldn't handle it nearly as strong as the women do. Like, we'd fucking fall apart. Like, literally. Oh, they would, like, take, like, you would have to take, like, a mandatory, like, week off. Like, they would, like, you would have to be catered to. They'd be like, oh, babe. Like, I bet. Uh, no, it's horrible. Like, men, and, and that's why it, like, so frustrates me that, like, men think, like, they are the shit. Because, like, they have never had to experience this once. And it's horrible. Like, I've, uh... Have you heard of the Try Guys? Um, I in the news I've heard of them. But oh never yeah, heard. well, one of the Try Guys cheated on his wife. Oh, is that what thing. it was? That's oh, okay. the news that's recently happened. But um, about four years ago, they did this episode, and it was like them experiencing period pains, oh, and it's one of those whoa. like electrical stimulation yeah. things where like they put the patches like around your private parts. And they stimulate, like, they put it out of an electrical current how much a period pain is, like, equivalent of that. And it was just so funny to see these guys because, you know, they're like, all right, the cramp is coming.
coming and they'd get like one of those cramps you know they get on the period and they're like Wah! like screaming yeah. writhing in pain and like the lady who's doing it she's like that was just the first setting oh. <laughs> and they're all like you're telling me this now oh and, like, my god it was kind of cute because then after the fact like you said all the guys like went to their wives and were like you're so strong baby yeah. <laughs> Like, literally i don't know i, I, I want, think you guys deserve like you should have like a week off like for uh, it like, would, you guys should be catered to like you should have to go to like a retreated spa oh, where you get taken care lovely, of like if only but like i don't know i guess what i would like is just more understanding mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing i'd want and that's why i'm like huh maybe in like sex ed we should have the guys do that stimulation so they can experience <laughs> it and realize like you know Yes, girls have a reason to be, like, you know, a little angry and, like, mm. meh during their period because, yeah, it's not fun. You're just no. not having a joyous time. I won't say. Definitely, you know, zero out of ten. Don't recommend Zero out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What sick trope is being played on half of this, this population? I swear. But it's horrible. that's my rant. Uh, what's your rant, Ethan? <sighs> well, you know, well. as you guys know... Yeah, boy, he's single over here, right? Hey, yo. Um, sometimes I feel like it's not by choice. Like, it's just kind of the circumstance of it. And so I yeah. want to talk about dating culture. Oh, man. And so I think what kind of really frustrates me about this, right, is like, I get it. We're all kind of looking for our Prince Charming. Um, right. You know, it's really like everybody kind of wants like the best in their partner. And like, I think a lot of people think they deserve the best. And that's totally... within their wheelhouse and like everything but i think what really frustrates me is that um so many people and i think uh we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. like so many people want to be in an open relationship right yeah and for me like i am just like very monogamous and there is nothing wrong with uh if you if you want to be in an open relationship i think more power to you but me just knowing what i want like i know that emotionally i could not handle being in an open relationship and so it's really hard when you're dating someone because you get really excited that you're like wanting to be with them yeah and you know maybe emotionally they want to be with you but they want to have extracurricular activities in terms of like sex and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i think for me i just get frustrated because like i almost wish when you're dating someone you would just get like a resume, right? Like, <laughs> Give me your resume. Through. I'm like, I need your dating resume. Like, what's your experience? Like, yeah. what? Uh, how did you handle this type of situation? Or like, what or are like, your pet peeves? What are your pet peeves? Yeah. What What is like your favorite movies? Uh, what's and your then, like, typical Saturday night? Exactly. Yeah. What's your typical Saturday night? Like, I need like this freaking questionnaire. Like, right. I, we will do this like an interview. You know, like we will sit down. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> I'm not gonna I lie. I really think this is how it needs to be Create structured, you know? Create a new dating know? app, but now we have resumes. <laughs> like, honestly, I mean, you should be able to, like, have, like, a background check on these people, right? I, like, there are some people that do need background checks. Like, and, like, and, I, need, I need, like, three points of contact. Like, I need three people that I can contact <laughs> to get some information about, like, how, how do they handle this situation? Are they credible? <laughs> what? So like, literally, funny. I just, I can't, like, handle it because it's just, like, I feel like I keep getting blindsided because, like, I feel like... I find something that is like kind of exciting or something I want to explore. And this is just like over my whole dating career. We're not talking about anything specific. Yeah. But there's been so many times in my life where like I get really excited for something and then like just where we're at in our lives, like it, it doesn't align. And a lot of the times right. it happens to be kind of like the open relationship thing. And you know, I thought it was just the gay community that was like getting really open. No, it's um, not I everyone. think you were actually maybe the one that was telling me that a lot of the straight people also yes. like everybody's just getting into open relationships yeah which is fine but it's I mean, just not me <laughs> i think the difficulty you and i both are very similar in the fact yeah. that we were raised religious and in religion there's no such thing as open relationships mm-hmm. it's very much monogamous and if you know you cheat on your spouse or whatever or your significant other yeah you, you know that's a sin so like that for us i think is why we're so monogamous to a fault yes. because it's like i was taught that if i you know did this and like you know dated this guy but then i also yeah. like dated this guy i'd be cheating you know and so it's like i get what you're saying but yeah open well, relationship seems to be more of the the fash mm-hmm. the fab or something i don't know well and h- hear me out right like so 
I, it's not like I'm closed-minded over here. And like, I I literally have tried an open relationship before and it didn't work for me. Right. It it just didn't work. Like, you know, I, as much as I try to be the cool boyfriend or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, what I was really doing was putting, uh, (laughs) <laughs> a band-aid over a bullet bullet wound right. like it just was not working and i know that like it, in my heart like as much as i would love to be that person who could feel secure and handle an open relationship mm-hmm. i'm just not there maybe will that change in the future potentially but like i just know i'm not there and it's just something that like has been really ruminating on my mind right. recently so yeah no i mean and that's just dating culture nowadays it's a very a very very different like almost like platform or different like lifestyle now yeah. than it used to be like even like just 10 years ago it was so different than it For is real. now so i think with the you know influx in technology it's that much easier to meet more and more people that's fair so i yeah. think that's why maybe the more open aspect of it has like gained more traction mm-hmm. and there's honestly a lot of like research out there that shows that you know open relationships can be more healthy depending yeah. on your personality type so it like very much just depends person to person and i'm with you i'm like not at all like faulting or saying either one is yeah. wrong like they're both perfectly acceptable no ways. they're both acceptable and I, I i kind of like am jealous because i feel like i wish i was more open you know <laughs> yeah no i get it make things it, a little sure. bit easier but yeah i mean you can do all you want but yeah there's no foul in wanting to be with someone mm-hmm. just you and them but it's definitely more difficult today trying to find a person that's willing to do that. Well, thank you for validating me. I appreciate yes. no, that. No, of course. I'm just saying, like, it's an <laughs> actual, like, it's a good point of topic. I would love to talk more about dating culture. I would honestly culture. like to probably have, like, an episode about this. Yeah, I really think we should. that's a but, good idea. Um, definitely for next season. For but, sure, yeah. But kind of closing it out, you know... Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I I mean, those were some spooky things. Yeah. Like, kind of reliving that trauma was a lot, I was but say, we did you it. You should have been here. This is goosebumps were goosebumps so were right big. Yeah. They're mountains, straight up. But you could definitely <laughs> follow us on uh, social media. Uh, you can leave a like and review on whatever platform you listen to. Yes, uh, yes. really does help out a lot. And we will have to just see you next, next week, week or next for episode. Ne- next episode for our final episode yeah. of the season when, when we, we go, go off. off.